previously on Unfiltered Legends. I just have a piggy bank. That's all I use. Can you listen? All right. All right. I don't need this. I love her already. And the reason we put Thursday is because your weekends starts early with us. Okay. No laughs. <laughs> she was a magician in Mexico and uh, she said, you need to work with me. And he said, well, this is not as good as I thought. I can do better. Hi, everybody. I'm Mackenzie. Welcome to Unfiltered Legends. In each episode, John the Legend Boker talks to pool and spa people, professionals, service techs, pool owners about their experiences, the ups, the downs, the funny and the sad. Well, actually, they filter out the sad. We're here to entertain, but you might learn a few things along the way. In today's episode, we continue our conversation with Pilar Losada from Thursday Pools. From navigating supply chains to taking selfies in the deep end, Pilar has always been willing to get her hands dirty to get the job done. Find out why fiberglass pools are on the rise and how Thursday Pools wants to lead the way. Enjoy. Wait a minute. Are you joking with me? I cannot turn it off. You can't, what? I just closed the window. Just turn your internet off. Throw your computer out the window. Legend. Today, we're talking about following your dreams, finding success in middle America, and becoming an overnight sensation. Is this Selena? It's just another episode of Unfiltered Legends. He lost all his money because he picked up a hitchhiker after Vietnam. Y'all don't bungee cord y'all's trash cans? First of all, we don't y'all's nothing. (laughs) That is a rough start. Just got more awkward. (laughs) Okay, where were we? Uh, how awesome Thursday Pools is. We were talking about awesomeness and we were talking about, I was asking you a little bit about before COVID, where were you guys seeing growth in the United States? Um, Well, Utah is like booming. I mean, Utah was one of the places that they were more like vinyl liner. Well, now everybody wants uh, fiberglass. I mean, this is amazing because it was not like that before. Those are the ones that I recall. Um, uh, I'm sure there's some other ones, but those are the ones that I do remember now that they, it just went like from zero to a lot. Well, I remember at your dealer seminar, there was a company there from like Washington State. Yes, Wanachi. Yeah. Yeah. They came all the way from when I was like, <laughs> wow. I was amazed that this company from Indiana was selling this pool and shipping it all the way to Washington State. Yes. Yes, it's awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, the reach that you guys have is not just this three-state sector. I mean, you guys ex- you guys expand throughout the whole country. And do you know it's funny about this guy, Mike from Wanachi? He, I was the one that I interviewed him. He wanted to become a dealer. And when he said to me, I'm Washington in Washington, I was like, yeah, you're right. You know, and he was like, do you know how much it's going to cost you the shipping? And he's like, yes, I'm aware of that. And I'm like, hello, do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> he remembers that. I mean, not mean, mean, but I was like, hello, don't you understand what's happening here? And he was like, oh, no big deal. I know that. And I'm like, yes, but how are you going to do it? <laughs> what he does is he orders several at the same time. And, and that's how he does that. Now, you guys have your home in Indianapolis, but... With dealers in Utah and Washington, have you guys ever thought about 
setting up another location to try to handle that if the business continues this way? No, I'm going to tell you why. We still have land where the company is. Right now, we're doing another addition. If you want to visit us, you will see we're doing another addition. Um, what's happening right now, we want to control the quality. When you have several, it's like franchises. If you have McDonald's, you can have a great McDonald's. Then you can go to another one and it could be terrible. And we think in our minds, the perfect super plant is to have just one and control everything from there. I thought Ed just wanted a longer racetrack for his race car in the back. That's all. That was Bill. That was Bill. He's got... Oh, that was Bill? Okay. Yeah, he loves cars. Ed loves his wife, and Bill loves cars. <laughs> so, what I hear is, what I hear is, Bill doesn't love his wife, but maybe I'm misinterpreting. Ooh, I'm in trouble. <laughs> Other than being the company's wife, what do you do for the company? What is your day to day? Okay, um, I get up at six thirty in the morning, and let me write this down. Oh, <laughs> I'm very detailed. No, I get up at six thirty in the morning, and I, the first thing I do is I check my emails, right? And then I'm like, happy or oh shoot, right? And then I have my coffee, then I get ready, and uh, we have breakfast. Sometimes we don't have breakfast. We run to the plant. He's always before me. I always get after him. And when I go there is day by day. Sometimes we have visitors and we do the tours. Sometimes we have dealers. Most of the time, I'm the one in charge of the leads, the customers and customer service, uh, talking with dealers, anything related like sales. It's with me and Annie. You know, we interact with that. Now that the company is growing so much, Annie is in charge of the dealers that they want to become a dealer. And this year, poor Annie, she's been struggling because she has on hold like i mean not not like hundreds of applications to become a dealer and it's and and it's hard because you have to you know like you want them but then at the same time as if you have them then the lead time is going to be higher and it's not fair for you know the people who they've been with us forever and she's struggling of that and um, I do take the pictures not just the pool it's just the whole project the whole oasis or backyard or that you want to die for and and have that right I love the trade shows because um, you get in touch with the, the industry that's how I made you guys. I mean, it's, it's it's something that I love water. I love pools. It's relaxing for me. I mean, the best thing it can happen to a family, I think, is to have a pool. Because when you go underwater, I'm not the woman that I go and I'm like right here. I like to go under. And when I go under, it's the most peaceful. Is when my head dreams. You can hear your heartbeat. I don't know if you ever do that when you go underwater. Sure. John's heart is always pounding out of his chest because of a medical condition, so he constantly can hear that. <laughs> that's true, or it's a lie. He's not denying it. That's a lie. It's I'm perfectly healthy. I'm genetically superior. Yes, you are. 
His doctor said he's like two people. <laughs> do you do you think that uh, your photography skills you get that artistic flair from your mom? You think? Well, uh, yeah, obviously I'm artistic because math, science, or chemistry, and all that. I'm, I was always terrible. Even English. I mean. We travel and visit the United States, but the only thing I knew to say, it was like, how much, how much, how much? <laughs> and, um, well, since I was little at school, they always teach us uh, English, and I hate it. I never wanted to learn English. I was like, what do I need that for? Things in life happens when you think that that is not going to happen. It happens. I mean, I never studied English. I was always like six, just past like burly because I never pay attention. And uh, look at me, now I'm having an interview in English. Yeah, and again, I can't speak a lick of Spanish. That's, that's something that, you know, shame on me. I can't communicate. If I were to be stuck in Mexico, I would have no idea how to do anything or get anywhere. Yeah, you would do like beer, beer, yeah. beer. <laughs> I could find a I could find a, a cerveza easy, but uh, other than that, that See, was you it. can say cerveza easy. Um, when I moved to, I we live in Michigan. No kidding. We just married. Oh, um, we were living. Okay, let me see if I Woodward Avenue oh, yeah? in Birmingham. Oh, Birmingham. Oh, you're living in a nice neighborhood down there. chlorine shortage giving you heartburn? If so, reach for borates. Borates, like those in Proteam Supreme. They help keep water balanced so your sanitizer works better. They work with all sanitizers and they're the perfect complement to salt chlorine pools. Ask your supplier about Proteam Supreme or Proteam Supreme Plus. Visit ProteamPoolCare.com to learn more. Yeah, we were just married, and then, well, we didn't have kids, and I was like, oh my gosh, I don't have any friends, what do I do? And uh, I, I was trained to become a teacher, and uh, hey, I have to teach Spanish. I went to Berlitz, and they trained me, and I was a Spanish teacher, and I actually went an hour, and I took Ed to New York free, because they'd send me over there. Really? Did you teach at a local school? Nope, uh, companies, like oh. uh, adults. Okay. Most of them were adults. When I went and I teach a school, I don't know, it was high school or no, it was middle middle, middle school. Sure. I hate it. I hate it. I didn't like to teach the kids. And it's not that I don't like kids. Oh, kids are rotten. Oh, middle school kids. I have two of them right now. They're the worst. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was like probably 24 back then. Oh, don't and, do that either. Uh, That's bad. I did longer. And I remember that the kids, they were like awful when I went in there. I <laughs> didn't have a good experience. And I said, That's it, just adults. And uh, I enjoyed it. It was proud just to hear them speak in Spanish. And don't ever pay attention. You don't have to learn the grammar first. How do you learn English first? We're still learning. <laughs> Johnny's got 12 words that he sticks to, and that's it. <laughs> Anything beyond that, he runs into trouble. Two syllables, Johnny, remember. Complete sentences. I got proud. They teach us wrong. They teach us, like, first the grammar, and they think we're going to be able to talk. I remember, like, the way they teach us, you know, the conjugations, like, begin, began, begun, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then it's like, you know, they learn how to talk. 
I will tell you, so when both of my grandparents, my mother's mom and dad were deaf, completely deaf, couldn't hear a word. And my mother grew up speaking sign language. So when I was born, I really couldn't communicate very well with my grandparents. I mean, I could tell them more cookies, please. I mean, that that's about the extent of what I knew. You know, milk, lots of milk. Milk is like this? Oh my God. <laughs> This is why we can't have video. This is why we <laughs> can't have video. It's not a joke, but it's true. No, that's real. That's American Sign Language. Yes. Yeah, deaf people are gross. So, <laughs> so when my son was born, uh, well, and my deaf grandfather only had one eye, and he had a driver's license till the day he died. Yes. One of the best pilots in America. <laughs> So when my son was born, you know, my wife had done all these things. And, hey, we sh- they, they say you should teach the kid sign language because they can't speak very good. We started teaching him sign language. Uh, he didn't speak until he was almost two because he didn't need to. But when you would take him out to anywhere, he would just be throwing sign language out there. And people would look at me like, I don't understand what he wants. I'm like, oh, he just wants a cookie. Give him a cookie. I mean, I wish you could do sign language. You can say things and nobody hear you, right? Now, that said, again, my grandmother was deaf. And when we were little, if uh, we were mad at her, we would turn our backs. And she would know we were saying something about her because she'd come up and smack us. (laughs) (laughs) How awful were we as little kids? My grandparents had to take myself, my sister, and my cousins. So there was five of us. And they always had a van. The van was like a conversion van. So it had a big bed kind of thing in the back and stuff. They had a home up in northern Michigan, a small cottage. So we stopped at a a rest area to get gas. And uh, my older cousins thought it would be fun to shove me underneath the back compartment of the seat and close the door and then uh, wait until my grandparents got on the highway and tell them that they forgot me at the rest area. My grandfather's good eye was his left eye. So when my grandmother would beat him to talk to him, he would have to turn his head and take his eyes off of the road. Oh my God. (laughs) So... As my grandfather's getting beaten by my grandmother about turning around and we lost Johnny and he's he's still at the thing. And then I pop out from underneath the thing. Surprise! Oh, we all got whooped. We, uh, we, once we arrived, uh, everyone uh, bent over and got a nice big swat. We learned not to do that anymore. Our generation, it was like that. If you did something bad, they spank you or the belt. Oh, yeah. I remember we used to get a, uh, my sister and myself, we used to get whacked with a uh, yardstick. And I don't know what my sister and I were doing, screwing around, doing something else. You know, get in your room and bend over the bed. I'm coming in. Well, I hear him in my sister's room. And he smacks her with the yardstick. And then all I heard that I heard was, oh, <laughs> he broke the yardstick. And so I thought, woohoo, I'm not getting anything. He walked into my room and took the belt off. I'm like, dang it. 
Enjoy the show. Stay on the know on all Legendary Pools and Spas tutorials, interviews, and articles by following Legendary Pools and Spas on Facebook at Legendary PLS. Have an idea for an episode or want to learn more about a topic? Shoot us a message. Click like and follow Legendary Pools and Spas on Facebook at Legendary PLS. Pilar, when are you going to have your next trade show? Well, last year we did have one that it was virtual. And um, man, it was hard because you guys, you have experience. You are, you do this for a living and, and you have experience. Annie, Jonathan and me, we did not have any experience. And well, we were very nervous because we were like, okay, who's going to want to see us? I mean, who, how it, it, it is lie but who's gonna sit down you know and and spend at least two three hours in there nobody i mean i mean at least me i get bored to be sit down for three hours there right (laughs) we're trying to make it a little bit like start with a sense of humor then i think at the end it was very nice because we were interacting with them and we felt like we were connected and i like it i hope this year it's like person to person, like the way that we do it before, because we enjoy it. This past year, it feels like it was on limbo, like like it was lost. We didn't see all the industry people and we we like to see each other. And what we're doing right now is like, if, if we can do it by Zooming, it's good to see each other because we don't see each other now. And it's, it feels weird. I don't know. It's... We want to do it again, uh, regular, but we don't know what is going to happen. We want to do more innovations, but, you know, right now we have a couple on the way, but uh, we're not done because of the demand. It's, it's crazy. It's like, I'm, a, I'm sure everybody is like that. I'm sure you two guys, you're like rejecting a lot of people. And, and that is the worst part. Because you want to make happy everybody, and you can't. Well, I'll tell you what. If you guys do another live event next year, call me because uh, I'll show up for sure. I honestly, it was it was a great event. You know, I, I loved everything about it. And and for me, it's seeing people's faces, right? So if you're gonna do it and everybody's wearing a mask, don't call me because I, I I have problems. I, it just you can't see anybody smile. You can't smile. The easiest way to make a person comfortable. It's just smile. If you just smile at somebody, it's they have to smile back, right? So if they can be angry at you, smile. That's all. My sister was in the Peace Corps, and she lived in Nicaragua for a while. And the Nicaraguan people, they point with their lips. Really? <laughs> so if you're going somewhere, they'll, they'll point like a kiss in a direction. <laughs> They don't point with their hands. They point with their lips. I don't think the mask would work for that. People would just be lost if you asked for directions. A trade show right now would be so good to talk to so many dealers at one time because you're telling the same story about supply chain and when your delivery is going to be there. You're telling that same story over and over. And I was telling someone this the other day, I have a conversation with a customer. I drive an hour and then I have another conversation just like it. And then I drive another hour. 
a trade show would just be perfect. And we're getting very close to that. It looks like we're getting very close to everything opening back Are up. Are you guys going the one in Houston, um, Texas and Dallas or something like that? Yeah. Johnny is planning. I think we lost Johnny. No, he's there. <laughs> no, you got me. I'm being summoned. Since you last talked to us, Johnny is now our national sales manager. He's been promoted. Oh, wow. Yeah. In a world where I can't sell anything. So that... <laughs> Yeah, he has the manager's visor on. That's that's how you know. I'm still not very important. Everybody knows you. Probably they know me by the joke of the videos, but um, they don't even know what I do, and I don't have a oh, title. I thought wife was your title. I thought you said wife. <laughs> that's a problem. Okay. Well, yes, that one. But then as a work, <laughs> so I do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Now, Pilar, we, we met you through Amay, Amay Samuelson. She, I didn't know she speaks Spanish. When I find out she speaks Spanish, it was like we were hugging each other, like we know like forever. I mean, she is so sweet. She's very smart. She's very hardworking. I love her. I mean, what can I tell you about her? I can talk for three hours here. Well, we don't have that long. <laughs> no, she we're... is like... On the top of everything. And what do they call those people in social media? Not connectors, but... Uh, Influencers. What, what is that term, Berez? Influencers. Influencers. She's she's kind of like an influencer in the pool business. She's better than... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, better than that, John. Come on. No, she's better than that. Yes, believe me. She's some, I don't know how she can handle all these people. She connected us with you. She connected us with one of your neighbors, Mike, at Automatic Pool Covers. Mike, Mike Shadowan. Yes, he's very funny. He is funny. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> he's a, That's why you're funny right there. Maybe my face. No. No, no, no. We're on the radio. That doesn't even work. I know. That's why I did <laughs> this. They cannot see me. <laughs> So before we wrap this up, tell us tell us what if you could say in a few words what makes Thursday Pool special. What would in you a say? few words? It, it, that means I talk too much. No, <laughs> one to ten thousand words. That okay. is your choice. What do you want me? Can you repeat the question? Please? You're not going to have to phone a friend, are you? <laughs> are you familiar with Thursday Pools? Um, what makes Thursday Pools special? Because we're awesome. Yes. Not just kidding. Well, it'll be very presumptuous of if I respond that, but I think it's because we are like a, more like a human people. Uh, we care. We it's not just like okay. Well, of course, part of making money is a big deal because you have to survive in life. But I think we're more like we care. We care about dealers we care about us we care about customers and we want i think we are pleasers we want to please everybody and i don't know is that good or bad right we care we care yeah that's absolutely good and and again that's what makes you special i i would say that some of the things that and, and you're being very modest in how you present this but i mean you guys are an innovator in the industry the new technologies and things that you've brought to the to the world of fiberglass pools is just huge i mean the patents that you have the designs that you've made i mean it's a compliment to you you are a people person like you said and it's Hey, you know what? This lady likes me. 
Well, that doesn't even get into the marketing you guys do on your website and your brochures where you have the water depth demonstration on all of your pools so that you know every ledge, this is what a child, this is the level that it's at. And this that stuff, it's not just here's a picture of the pool in your backyard. Instead of just giving someone a, a, a measurement, it really it takes it to that next level. It's an experience. You're making me feel good as uh, representing the team here. About that video with the um, dimensions of every person in there that you sit down and that, that is a story behind that. Annie and I, we have all these phone calls and they were always asking like, you can be two hours on the phone because the customers, yes, it's understanding. They want to make sure that what they buy is the right thing for them. And you get questions like that. Like if I sit down, where the water is going to be in that bench? And it's like, well... Hello, uh, what size you are? How much water do you displace? I displace a lot. Yeah, you don't know. <laughs> you don't know. And Are you pregnant or equivalent? Well, I never say you're pregnant because I did that one time and they say, well, no, I have a kidney stone in my implant. Oh, my God. I feel so bad. Oh, how, when is your due date? Oh, no, I have a kidney implant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was awful. What I was saying is like, Annie and I, we have to run and literally, oh, okay, I called oh. you in five minutes. We went and run all the way where the pools are. We sit down and it was cold or wet and we would sit down and, okay, where do you think the water will be? And, and, you know, and taking pictures and then send it back to the customers. And they have these phone calls that they're like one hour. And we thought, you know, it'll be great for the customers and for the dealers when they ask those questions, you know, watch this video. And before they, they recommend to watch those videos and then they don't ask these questions to the dealers. I don't know if the customers, they love them, but we love them. Well, I loved it. I thought it was very cool. Jana, how many, uh, I think we talked about this before. What's, what's the fiberglass industry like in Texas? It's. It's picking up. I don't think it's as hot as other areas, but it is getting to be more popular. Now in Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, very popular there. But it's, it's gaining more popularity in Texas. I think just, I think a lot of builders, we're very gunnot heavy. And I think builders, they're tired of dealing with so many subs and they can get a job done so much quicker. It, the the fiberglass, like what y'all are doing with, you know, the ingenuity and creativeness is kind of changing the stigma that fiberglass poles used to have. It, it's a hard business in there, but I think, like you say, Jenna, it's growing now. It's getting to know more about fiberglass because they all think they're going to pop out. They're, that's yes. the first thing they always say when we went to the trade shows yes. or, you know, like the garden show things like that where customers they go they usually the first question they asked me it was like oh fiberglass they pop out and i'm like no gunnot poles will do the I same know, thing but it's 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 just like i think a myth that's how you say a myth here in texas they always had a stigma of being the cheap pole and they did when you look at fiberglass poles you know put in 20 30 years ago yeah they looked cheap but now, I mean, they look very high end compared to what they did 30 years ago. 
So I think that's helping greatly. And I think it's more like the industry of projects too, and how they put the paper. So these, and I mean, it's all like all yes. together because it's not just like that. The fiberglass schools is doing it. I think it's the whole industry around that. It's 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 more mm-hmm. elegant. It's more projects yes. or different things that you can do with things. Like I mean, just look at the fire pits. I mean. They they changed so much from ten years from here. It's like all these new fire pits that you can do it differently. I mean, it it is amazing. Okay, now we're not recording, right? Oh, we're always recording. <laughs> we're always recording. There are, okay, I'm gonna tell you the story of what happens to me one time in a trade show. My first trade show. I mean, it was awful. Okay, I have a tooth that they put an implant because of uh, what happens one day before my first trade show. One day before, I was eating salad, and I was eating, and then I felt like. What is this? And it was my complete tooth came out, even with the root, completely, completely. And I'm like, ah! and then I look at it and I say, look. And he saw me and he's like, ah! <laughs> instead of saying like, oh poor you, Pili, what happened? What? He looked like horrorized, like I look terrible. And then don't show me, don't show me. It was the next day, and it was weekend. And then I, no dentist. I mean, no dentist could do anything. And then what I did is I, you know, trying to put with bubble gum with anything. Just and then you have to smile and you have to talk with people. And then you know, people they're coming. And Annie and I, we were together. And and I'm trying. I mean, I'm not kidding you. And I'm talking like this, like this. And then suddenly, I mean, I have people, and then I could feel that my teeth was like falling, and I picked them up on the floor, and then I turned over, and I'm like, oh my god! For three days, I was like that. I mean, can you imagine a woman with no. a, you know, like a big hole? I mean, I was, it was bad. No, but it, it was very nice to see you both, and and uh, it was very nice to meet yes. you, and uh, probably I would love to meet you, you more because uh, I think. Yes. Didn't let you. I feel bad. No, you get used to it. <laughs> We let her. She just doesn't. Well, I'm the forgotten one. I'll be watching. Well, the new addition that we have uh, from Thursday Pools, it was Jonathan. He resolves everything. Any questions? And his personality. <laughs> that's the one that you should interview, not I'll, me. I'll delete this recording and then record him. Oh my god. Well, thank you so much, Pilar. No, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Nice to meet you, and thank you for all the nice things that you say about us. I'll pay you later. <laughs> now we're talking. Oops, that was recorded. <laughs> See ya. How do I turn this off? <laughs> oh, that was too funny. So that was Pilar, guys. What did we learn today? Uh, that She's she is awesome. <laughs> uh, I knew that would be a good interview, buddy. Uh, and, yeah, and again, yeah. I I think people need to understand if they haven't seen or heard of Thursday Pools yet, just how refreshing that company is to the pool industry. I mean, the innovations, the things they do, the 
customer service, the care that they give is uh, it's pretty phenomenal. Those they're just a great group of people, and uh, I got nothing but good things to say about them. Unfiltered Legends is recorded using Squadcast and Zencaster. Our show is hosted by Podbean, edited on Adobe Premiere Pro with licensed music from Soundstripe. How do you like the show? We want to hear from you. Contact us at legend at havilandusa.com or leave us a message, 616-365-9515. Unfiltered Legends is brought to you by Haviland Pool and Spa, creative pool chemistry since 1968.